Hello, and welcome to the Sauce Report. We are going to be doing a very special episode. In this next 30 minutes, I would like to apologize. It's not going to be any news. It's not going to be any uh, sports analyst. It's not going to be anything. It's going to be a time with God, especially because we have a very important thing coming up. We have something that means a lot to our hearts. We have time where we can be in prayer with God and allow God to work in our hearts, allow God to intercede on us, and allow God to cleanse of our hearts. And I know I've done this not once but twice, but it never hurts because we have anxious, all of us get, are very anxious about what's going to happen tomorrow, transpire tomorrow. And I believe that if we pray to God, to allow our prayers to be heard from our voices as unity to God, we can make a positive impact and that God will hear our prayers. With this in mind, let's start this off with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we take a moment to thank you we take a moment to thank you for what you have given us, given our families. We thank you that you give us life. We thank you that you love us and you show us mercy when we don't deserve it. Lord, we thank you and we praise you because you are a merciful Father. You are a humble, you are a humbling Father, Lord. Lord, we just pray in thankfulness. We pray in a heart of gratitude for what you have bestowed on us, which is life. We thank you, Lord, for protecting us during the times of trouble. We thank you for the hedge of angels that you surround us with. And we thank you that you give us shields of faith to counteract the spears of satanic attacks that we face each and every day. Lord, we know that we are in a spiritual warfare, Lord. We thank you that you protect your, you protect your children, Lord. Lord, we thank you that you are a sovereign God, a God who loves us when we don't deserve that love. You know, you show that mercy and forgiveness to people that don't deserve it, Lord. You show that mercy and forgiveness to people that might deserve the opposite. But you are a father that loves and you are a father that is a father of second chances. You are a father that cares for his children and you cared so much about our children that you allowed the man, the thief on the cross, a second opportunity to call upon you. And you gave that man on the cross, that thief on the cross, an opportunity, I think it was on the right hand, to give life. 
Well, the world chastised him and chastised you, Lord. While the other guy on the cross, the other individual, mocked you and said, Lord, if you, are, if you truly are God, why don't you get yourself off the cross? But you said, no, I'm not. You could have sent 10,000 angels, Lord, to save you, to obliterate this earth. We could have, you could have done that, Lord. But no, you showed your love and your mercy for us. Lord, we come here in the time of need. We come here knowing that you love us. We come here knowing that you care for us, that you have given us a second chance. Because we know that tomorrow is election day. We're taking this moment to worship you, Lord. We're taking this moment to call upon you and call upon the heavenly realm to give us, spare us one more moment. Lord, during these times, I sometimes look at a particular scripture of Psalms 71, 1 through 5. I looked at upon my heart. And I look at it and it states, you state to us, in you, O Lord, do I take refuge. Let me never be put to shame. Lord, that reminds me of us that your children will never be shameful of you. Lord, there are times when I was shameful to announce you as my Lord. And I'm sure there are times when the listeners are listening to our prayer that they felt shameful at moments of their life, knowing that they had a love relationship with you. Maybe a little shameful bringing the Bible to school or shameful bringing the Bible to work. And that they hide it immediately. And when somebody questions them, they ask, who? It's not me. But we know that we pray that shameful guilt that's in our heart goes away, Lord. We repent of that. We repent of anything, of any shameful guilt, Lord. And that we go and we are proud of your name. We are proud of what you've given us because we are your children. In righteousness, in your righteousness, O oh Lord, deliver me and rescue me. Incline your ear to me, O oh Lord, and save me. Save me from the wickedness that prowls around this earth. Save me from the depravity of man. Rescue me from the wickedness that diverts and deceives us. Save me, O oh Lord, from the wickedness. Save me from the people that attack us, attack you, Lord, and attack our family for being followers of you. 
Save us, O Lord, because you are a merciful Father. Be my rock of refuge, to which I may continually come to. Lord, give us a heart of thankfulness and give us a heart of comfort, knowing that during the times of desperate, desperate times, Lord, that you do provide the refuge. During the times when we are in the path that you have set before us, that you have that light, that light of everything's going to be okay, that light of do not be afraid for I am with you, that light of hope that we look upon during the time of fogginess, Lord. For instance, I called upon you, Lord, and I should have called upon you when I was on the path and I was in the truck and you knew about I was going to call upon you. And I pleaded out and I said, Lord, help me. I'm in a situation where I don't know what's going to happen, the direction of my life. I don't know what's going to happen. But what gave me assurance was during that foggy moment, I called upon you and you came. I called upon your name and that you made that fog disappear and that light was shown. And that during the storms and the rain, while there might be torrential rain, Lord, you have that light that shows. And that we can call upon you and we can hear, we can sense your hand touching us. We can call upon you. We can reach our hand out to you. For instance, when Peter thought he could walk on water, and you said, walk on water, do not look, but focus on me, for you can do all things. And when Peter doubted you, Lord, he started sinking in his doubt. But you are the refuge that saved him. Lord, I pray that we don't look around the world. We don't look at what others think. I pray that we just surround ourselves with godly men and women. So when we are in those points of life, those moments of life of doubt, those moments of thinking, I can do this by myself. I don't need you, O oh Lord. I don't need your guidance. I can walk on water by myself. I pray that that mentality goes out of the way, especially for the things to come. You have given, you have given the command to save me. For you are my rock and my fortress. Lord, I love that part. You have given me the command to save me. For you are my rock and my fortress. Lord, you are my rock and my fortress during the times of hurricane seasons. Lord, you are my rock and my fortress during the times of losing a loved one because of an illness. Losing a loved one unexpectedly, Lord. You are my rock and my fortress. You are my rock and my fortress when we don't deserve it, Lord. You are my rock and my fortress when we think that we have everything that we need. You are my rock and my fortress. You know, I find it assuring that when we walk upon you, Lord, we can be found on steady ground. That we can set our faith on a rock that's not going to be moved by anything 
that no matter the rains and the winds that crash against it, it's not going to move it. For instance, we look at the world, we look at the lighthouse in the Mediterranean Sea, I think, that is in the middle of the sea. The only things that keep it standing up from the waves that are crashing against it is the rock. Lord, I pray that you allow us and develop our faith to be like that, to be built on the house and a fortress to um, be not wavering. I pray that for my heart, Lord, because there are times when I have wavered. There are times when I'm skeptical of, are you truly going to save us, Lord? Are you truly, if you truly love us, God, then why haven't you come down? If you truly love us, Lord, then why do we have to go through what we are going through right now? I pray that those are the deceptions that creep in. And Lord, this comes in with anxiety. I pray for my anxiety and anxiety upon anyone. They're battling with it, Lord. For instance, we're going through, you probably know that we're going through multiple days of battling through anxiety that causes us to fear, that causes us to fear of your plan, that causes us to fear of what you truly mean and what your words truly mean for us. I pray that you may calm my anxiety and anyone that's listening because we know that you can calm all things, just like how you stated that peace be still in the time of a waves that were crashing against the boat and you said peace be still and even the oceans listen to you and, and even the winds listen to you. And I know that the anxiety is the storm that always looms over us. And I pray during those times, Lord, that you say, that we come and say, anxiety, peace, be still. And our anxiety drops. And we are on fire for you, Lord. Lord, I'm getting on fire just praying in you, Lord, during this time. And I thank you again, Lord, for giving us this time for you, to pray for you, to call upon you, to call upon your heavenly realms, Lord. Because I know you can do all things. And I pray that we grasp that, Lord, that we grasp it and understand that truly. Rescue me, O God, from the hand of the wicked, from the grasp of the unjust and cruel man. Lord, that sinks in. When you say, rescue me, O God, help me. Save me from my addiction, Lord. Save me from the wicked, the hand of the wicked. Save me from the man that wants to envy us. Save me from sin that's going after my heart constantly. And he goes after my family. He goes after my finances. He goes after my heart. He goes after my family, Lord. Because the hand is the wicked. The sin is wicked that we face on a daily basis. Lord, we have the grasp of our addictions, the grasp of anxiety, the grasp of the worry, 
is unjust to us. And the unjust of division that's happening upon America, the unjust of people going after you because we love you and we care for you. And the man is cruel, Lord. Man is very cruel because the man is to set and destroy each other. We know that the only man that was not cruel was you, O Lord. We know that the man that loved the earth, healed the blind man, made the dumb to talk, and cared for others was you. That's the only perfect man. And we pray that we will be perfected and we will be perfected when we cross that finish line, Lord. And we can hear you say to us, well done, my good and faithful servant. Because for you, O oh Lord, you are my hope. You are our hope. My trust, O oh Lord, from my youth, my trust from when I accepted you as my Lord and Savior, my trust from you, O oh Lord, my trust from you when I walk the earth, Lord. My trust for you. I trust in you, O Lord. When we are going through difficult times, I trust in you. I trust in you when people doubt you, O Lord. I trust in you, Lord. I trust in you when you are the only person to trust. And that, that's all we have. Because we are at a point in history, Lord, where the only people that we can trust is you. Because we have a, you, we have a de man that is depraved in sin. We have man that is satisfied living in wickedness. We have man that deceives of what a woman is and what men can do and cannot do. We have sin that is going after our own hearts. We have sin that's going after what you think is right and what you think is wrong. We have sin that's going after what we should believe and should not believe and what you truly think we should think. We have sin. We have a sinful issue, Lord. No doubt, we have a very sinful issue. And I also jump to Isaiah, Lord. Isaiah 40, 28 through 31. Do you not know, have you not heard, the Lord is everlasting God. You know that, Lord. You know that you are everlasting, just like the light that you give. Lord, I pray that anyone that is listening to you, I pray from this from my heart, that somebody has a love relationship, that someone can come to you because you provide everlasting life. Now, the everlasting life that you provide is a life that's not going to be fearful, a life that's going to be taken care of where you will be taken care of, you will be taking care of us that we are going to be able to walk alongside with you, that we're going to be walking alongside with you, not in pain, not in anguish, not in despair, Lord. Unlike Satan, 
unlike sin that wants us to think of this is all we have. This is a peace that you're going to get. Because we know that when people that don't know who you are, Lord, are going to pass away, they're going to have everlasting life. But it's not going to be the everlasting life that you have promised. Because you are a judge. You are a father that loves and you are a father that envies. You envy us, Lord. We envy your heart. You are a God that judges. But we know that we can hold off by praying through you, Lord. It's stated that you will save a generation if only one believes. You know that you will save the wrath and the judgment for a generation that believes. So, Lord, I call upon you. Lord, I know that you are a merciful Father. Lord, I pray that whatever happens to this generation and the generations to come, they know who you are. Because there are people on the other side of the world that don't know who you are. And I pray for those individuals that pass away and are lost in the dark. Lord, I pray for those individuals. I pray for those religions, Lord, that call blasphemy upon you, Lord. I pray for those families and those individuals that didn't get an opportunity to know who you were, but now have to face judgment just because you are, because you are a just God and that no one is held above the law. No one is held above judgment because we are all going to be judged on our faith. We're all going to be judged whether we like it or not because you, say, because you state it, Lord. He will not grow tired or weary. And in his understanding, no one can fathom. We can't understand you, Lord. We can't understand every aspect of life. Sometimes we look at my life, Lord. I can't understand the things that happen. How one day I could be walking on two feet and the next day, I am paralyzed from the neck down. And a matter of fact, the moment, blink of an eye. I can't understand that, Lord, but you can. I can't understand the things that we're going through as a nation, but you do. I can't understand the decisions that are being made, but you do. I can't understand or I can't fathom how anyone can kill an innocent life, but you do. I can't understand or fathom how we think, you know, somebody can kill an individual because they envy them, but you do. I can't understand or fathom the hate that happens in this world, how one individual has so much hatred for one group or one individual, but you do, because there is a purpose and a plan through everything. Sometimes, Lord, I pray that you don't give me the understanding because if you allow me the understanding, it seems like it wears me down. And it wears a lot of us down because we then cause doubt. For instance, Lord, 
I can't understand, and I used to understand the sense of addiction, you know, or sense of hopelessness. You know, and how when you truly love us, that you are not gonna, we're not going to be alone. But there were times when I was alone, Lord, and I felt like you were not there. But now I understand that those mindset is from sin. And that sin does truly work in wicked ways. And that no matter how of a loving father that you are, he ends up convicting us. He ends up attacking us. He ends up deceiving even the, the, the brightest people, the, the smartest people he ends up deceiving. But you do. Lord, I pray that you, we don't overthink of your plan. We think just of what's going to happen. We think about how we can share and witness to the people that don't know who you are, Lord. I pray that you give us the strength and the energy to go forth and into the world. Go forth outside of our houses and we have a mentality of thinking, who can I impact today? And what can I say to them? What prayer can I give to you, Lord? Lord, I also pray that I pray that no matter what happens, Lord, if somebody says no, if somebody attacks us, if somebody goes after our faith, if somebody goes after our family, I pray that we can call upon you and we can say, Lord, you are my refuge. You are my fortress, Lord, that I am not going to be wavered. I'm not going to be afraid of what's going to happen. Lord, because you are a merciful father. And Lord, <clears throat> It's interesting because I love this verse. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like angels or eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Lord, I am Lord, I pray that you give us a strength and love like we've never had before. Lord, I just am on fire. Give us a fire for you, Lord. Allow us to witness. Allow us to go out. Give us the strength and the energy to not grow weary. Like so many of us are just tired. Lord, we think that we prayed. We think that we've done everything that we've done, Lord. I've gone to church. I've done, I've done Bible studies. I've listened to Christian podcasts. I've listened to Christian music, Lord. I've done all I've, I've prayed for my neighbor and they're not doing what I've asked them to. They're not changing their hearts, Lord. And I'm growing weary, oh Lord. I'm, I'm giving up because where are you? Lord, I pray that you are with us, that you give us the strength and the energy like I am getting on fire right now. I can sense the Holy Spirit. Lord, because you are a merciful Father. May you guide us, Lord, as we continue the path and give us the strength that we need. You, may you, we call upon you for strength, that we don't call upon man for strength, that we don't call upon somebody for, to encourage us along the way, that we call upon you as a very first thing, because you will bring in the right people to walk alongside with us. You will bring us a certain points in our life to bring us encouragement, to make us faithful unto you, Lord. 
we call upon you, O Lord. And Lord, I pray for truly anyone that is lost in this world. And I know that we have a very important decision being made tomorrow, Lord. And I know that help us to go into prayer because we know that you can do all things. And if it is your will, Lord, help us not to give up. If it is, will, if it is your will, O oh Lord, strengthen our hearts, strengthen our faith in you, O oh Lord. May you guide us Give us the hope and the energy to go on fire for you. Help us not to be dubbed down. Help us not to be broken, Lord. Help us to go out on Wednesday even to witness to the world because all of us need some witnessing. There's broken people. People are battling with addiction. People lost out in the world that need to hear your word. May you grant us the ability to do so. Lord, May we continue on the path that you have set before us. May you guide us and protect us. May you set the path and continue the path that you have set before us so that when we cross that finish line, Lord, when we cross that finish line and we cross and we hear that tape ripping and we get to run into your arms with wide open arms, with smile on our faces and enjoyment and saying, well done, I did it, Lord. We can say that upon you. Like I, am, like, I can't wait until that day. Where we hear the angels singing and we hear you sing in victory in Jesus. And we get to hear you say to us, well done, my good and faithful servant. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Well, with this, guys, remember God loves you. And I'll meet you at the finish line. Bye.